Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! It's kind of hard to wear high heels or slip on banana peels. How did she get in and out of tubs? I hope she don't get mad. I hope she thinks this song is good, not bad. Cause we think that she's coming around, she's not. Who was that? No effects. No effects. Okay. All right. The song is actually called Nubs, and it's about a girl they made at one of their shows. Who there's like a bunch of videos on YouTube, and she has no uh, no arms, and she hops up on the stage, and uh, her real name is Tolly Osborne, I believe. But uh, yeah, nice Nubs, and they're retiring. Right, they're doing their final thing now. No effects is wrapping it up. Jeez, did they? Didn't they have that song? uh, What was it called? Like. Everybody gets blowjobs or something. Like it was, it's about like the world, the, how great the world would be if that everybody the, just gave everybody else blowjobs or something. That like, was the Vegas Knights Stanley Cup song. Was it really? No. <laughs> oh, okay, I get you now. I'm like, wait, what? Did I miss something? I just saw Avail this summer. That was fun. They were good. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, good yeah. They opened up for Frank Turner. They played with the Bronx. Uh, they were they were good. That was that Bronx the Fillmore, the one too. you were talking. Yeah, about? exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're the Uncle Puckers, Bobby, Dan, Tony. I'm Chris. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. What do you What are you drinking there, Dan? Uh, today we're trying uh, a I don't know variety pack from a company called Troigs. I don't know how exactly you're supposed to pronounce it. It's got the two dots Trogues. over the O. Troigs. Yes, that's an IPA accent, Bobby. I don't know. Troigs. <laughs> Troigs. Either that or a Coke. Get a Coke. Have some Troigs. <laughs> What do you, what do you glad out of the boat. Strokes, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's just how I say it. <laughs> no, you're probably right. You're probably right. I know I'm right. I've been there. Yeah. What, what are you drinking, Bob? Never had it before. Pretty Water. Good. I just got off work, man. All right. Tone, what are you uh, smoking? And, uh, yes. Is that a joint or a cigarette? A joint. Oh, okay. All right. And so Bob and I are just on water. How's the uh, stuff in Lithuania? Duty. Pretty good, uh, pretty good like selection of Lithuania? 1980s dirt. Because, you know, New Jersey is now one of those, you know, places where you can legally, you know, if you haven't been here in a while. Yeah, Florida's like that, too. We're up actually, where we live out in Florida, in St. Peter's. Yeah, but don't you need, like, a medical thing in Florida? Is that how medical it goes? Card, yeah. Some kind of bullshit? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah, our big, big dispensary right down the road opens up, I think, this week, actually. Um, wow. What's today's date? Today's the 11th, right? Yes. Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow's the 12th is uh, that Netflix. That's the way it works. Um, the Netflix documentary comes out. Uh, it's on the, the three quarterbacks. Did you see this? Uh, three no, NFL quarterbacks. Just got a notice about it. Yeah. Yeah. So they they got uh, they went like upper echelon quarterback, middle range quarterback, and kind of bottom row quarterback, and they're just walking through their I guess lives over the last year. So it's Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota, and that comes out. I think there's four parts, five parts, or something. Comes out tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, wow, Sounds interesting. That be fun. Yeah. yeah, I want to see my boy Cousins, who I'm not a giant fan of, but maybe he'll, you know, uh, come off a little bit more like a normal 
dork and you know I like him a little better I don't know Camp's like what really trying to like Kirk Cousins what's that Tony Camp's like what one or two weeks away now Uh, rookies show up in a lot of teams I think in two weeks I think is uh, like eight or nine teams and then I think I know like Cleveland and the Jets because they play in the Hall of Fame game this year so they're I think they all come in two weeks for everybody but I think rookies are like two weeks a few days later most of the teams so within by the end of this month everybody will be in camp so and then preseason starts and before we know it it'll be football season that's crazy which we will talk a little bit about too going into football season right oh, now and those, is he dead those who are wondering Bobby got a point that? Bobby won last uh, he got his devil yeah so you know Bob you did you, you we all listened you said Joe Neuendijk um, I did but not with any confidence. Bobby, I isolated your voice actually on that. Okay, so, <laughs> Great are you to ready hear that. here? I have it yeah, isolated. Should, it took me a couple this hours. Is important. To do this. We should yes. play this. It took a couple hours to do it. No, I am right. I, I barely got that. Like Marsh yeah, was horrible. <laughs> It's very yeah, hard to understand. It was very hard to understand. I mean, is Mushmouth the most racist character in the history of fucking cartoons? Holy shit. He's pretty shit. bad. He I mean, especially bad. the visual. The visual was like, yes, think, it's you know, entire, it was pretty all bad. All Fat Albert were friggin' racist. Yeah, well, yeah, Cosby, yeah, Mushmouth. I mean. <laughs> but they all pulled up their pants, so that was okay, you know, as long as they pulled up their pants. Mushmouth was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Remember Bill had such a big problem with people not wearing their pants up high enough? And he would give him those drinks. But yet he drew him that way. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. And he's in jail anyway. Wait, did he get no, out? Did, is he out now? He's out. He's out now. now. Yeah. I saw. Oh, I saw a meme of his. It was like one of those. Uh, what was it? Uh, Bill Cosby loves pudding. Putting his dick where it doesn't belong. And I thought that <laughs> that's was a good one. I mean, that was good because when I was a kid, you know, I just remember like you had uh, the, all the pudding commercials. Pudding pops. Albert, the marker. What was the one with the, that was, he had the marker where it like, oh, made the sound. Yeah, that's that's picture, picture pages. Picture pages, picture pages. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Pages. And I like the you know, Cosby show I liked. Grab your rape kit and your pencil or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting the roofies and the pencil. Exactly. Um, yeah. When my, uh, my grandparents lived up in Edison and I was, up there one day and I was staying overnight and it was just me and my grandparents. My grandfather was the biggest racist scumbag in the world, right? I was a little yeah. kid and my grandmother, you know, asked me what I wanted to watch that night and it was, the, you know, the Cosby show was on and I used to like that show when I was on. Oh. So she put the Cosby show. My grandfather lost his fucking mind. Well, he didn't even know they were on TV, right? He had, Right, like, like what the hell are they doing like, having black people on TV? And your grandmother's like, it. I've been hiding this channel for him. He turned it he off. No he idea. was screaming at her in Italian. He was yelling <laughs> oh, at me like I shouldn't be watching this stuff. I was like, wow. I remember like getting in the car and telling my dad the next day, and he was like, "That's one thing yeah. about your grandfather. He's a real asshole." Yeah. Oh, I should have <laughs> prepared you for this. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, it's I, that I, time that we explain to you. At the, you're at the age now. Let me explain to you what a racist, racist jerk off is. And he you just know, pointed to my grandfather. It's their that generation. Show, uh, and Lisa Bonet was, was, was she was she was attractive. I thought when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Who? Yeah. Lisa Bonet. She's beautiful. Yeah, you picked yeah. the. She had the whitest features. That's why you said that. Yeah. <laughs> that pick gorgeous. itself is, is yeah, racist. The Cosby Show was funny. And Angel Heart no, was, was a great movie. I'm gonna, oh, I like that. Angel Heart was fantastic. Her. I think your Lisa daughter's Bonet? acting now. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The Zoe Kravitz was in the new Batman. 
Yes, uh, I forgot she, Batman. She's pretty good in that. She's, she's all right. Yeah, she's beautiful. And we just kind of yeah. watched that uh, some of that movie again. Kind of rough, but my grandfather yeah. was also kind of racist. He was like from Texas, though. So right. that kind of racism is amazing. It's right. like, like he would, he would like throw around the N word like a like, what he thought was a nice way. Like he's a really good N, and right. I, and I I remember being very little. Oh. Like this is not okay, and this is like 1980. I'm like this is something's wrong with this. Yeah, everyone's wearing yeah. sheets at the table on their heads. And, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So like those visits to Texas were very jarring. You know, oh. uh, it was, that's a rough one. You know, before my, my mother died and she, like her last year or two, you know, started to kind of lose a little bit of the mental faculties and she would say things and like, so she would be telling a story and she would say like, and then, you know, that asshole said the N word and that would be, but, but she wouldn't say N word. She would right, say, she then would say, say the, and say the word and right. word. And I'm right. like, no mom, it's the n-word it's not the word you don't say it like that and she yes. would do it all the time well not all the time it's not like she right. said but at least two right. or three times that i caught her saying like trying to be on the right side of things but not there's all different levels aren't they like, the word out that's like, not no, okay mom, but it's say that i i think i don't know what's worse though like that's definitely better than my grandfather using it what he thinks it's like an okay way right like, but it's just right. like a common word and I don't know what's worse, that or, like, the angry grandfather version you got, you know, because right. it's mm. all... I don't know. There's so many flavors of racism. It's amazing. My grandfather yeah. was angry, mean. I mean, there was mm-hmm. really nothing nice to say about him. So, I mean, he was just always angry. So that's right. all I remember about him. Uh, My grandfather sold furniture up in Newark, and uh, when I was a kid, he would take me up there all the time. And I think that's the first time I heard that word a lot, just in general, because it was such a. I mean, Newark was crazy back then, you know. I mean, well, I, got, I got another yeah, another story place. about about my grandfather. So you know, we live on the Jersey Shore. Him and my uh, grandmother came down to visit one time, and when I was a kid, my best friend growing up was Shelton, who was a, you know the only black kid at the time that lived in this town, uh, and him and I that, were. Yeah you know, inseparable. And he used to just walk into our house and stuff, you know, when we were kids, you know, he'd come in and we'd go swimming, whatever. And my grandfather was sitting on the couch and he walked in. So now there's this old racist and this uh, little like 10 year old black kid just walked into the house. I feel and, for this poor kid already. Well, he didn't say anything, but he went up to my mother <laughs> and was like, what is, you know, he doing? And my mother just like, was like, if you do not like it, seriously, you pack your stuff and you leave. You are not welcome in this house. If that's right. how you feel. My grandparents grabbed their stuff and they left. And they, they no they, way, they, they, well, they fucking left. This is how miserable. Yeah, that is a, that is a this different was. level right there. Oh well, yeah, pretty horrible. He was a piece of shit. So, but now we are in the uh, the dead of the summer, boys. There's really not yeah. Much this is the time of year people. baseball gets all to itself because there's nothing going on with any of the sports but baseball. Yeah, that's nothing it. Involved. And um, baseball. Sucks. Yeah, I guess the All Star game is <laughs> tonight or last night. When is it tonight? I think oh, it's tonight. tonight. Yankees and Mets fans don't care because their season's already shot. Brutal. Uh, the, I mean, the Yankees what do you think? Might the Yankees have a chance to turn it around. They're they, like they could maybe out. make the playoffs. Yeah, so the Yankees. Are yeah, like they're, I think they're tied for the last wild card right now. So, oh, okay. There you yeah, go. The Mets are like eighteen point five out. The Mets are yeah, comically like bad se- again. Seven and a half out of the wild card. I mean, they had, had a big stretch of like six wins and they moved up three places. So, from ten and a half to six and a half. I mean, it can happen to tie for a wild card, but there's like six teams to jump. That's the hard part. So I'm not holding year. my breath. They went on a little bit of a streak, and everyone was anointing the Mets are back. I'm like, don't even talk to me until they get to 500. 
Right like on the, the Metro the, back. Didn't the yeah, Braves Boston just have like a big game. winning streak? The Braves. Yeah, just they're always they're like just like they're in a different stratosphere. It's yeah. just more Mets mess. Mm-hmm. You know, they just keep spend... buying forty-year-old pitchers for forty-five million dollars a year because that's a recipe for success. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst when you see your team know. repeat the same mistake right. over and over. It's horrendous. Yeah. Well, what I want to do today is we're going to do the buy and sell of the Metro Division. Okay. All right. So we'll go over some teams and all the teams in the Metro starting last place and moving up to the team that ended up winning it, which was Carolina. Uh, go over their records and kind of players that they got this year, maybe free agency, some players that they left that left, uh, guys that they resigned, and then basically you tell us are you buying or selling? Uh, is so we're going to start with Columbus. So are you going to think Columbus is going to end up eighth in this conference to get this division again? Do you think they're going to make a little bit of moves forward? Uh, but we'll start with them. So Columbus Blue Jackets last year, uh, they ended up 25, 48, and 9. They had 59 points, and that was good for eighth place in the Metropolitan, dead last. They drafted Adam Fantilli. Got him to an entry-level contract. He went third overall. Uh, he's a big center. I think he's really going to help this team down the road. Ivan Provorov, Provorov, they got through a trade. And then Damon Severson, who they got for a trade. They lost Michael Hutchinson, who was a UFA. John Gillies. Um, Juno Loto. Lane Peterson. Gav- I don't know half these guys. Who the fuck Lane played on Columbus Meyer. last year? Lane Meyer. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's basically where they're at. Their salary cap as of July 8th was uh, $79,545. They have about $4 million in cap space. And that and you said is a coaching your, change, right? That's they gotta, awful so that's, for an 8th place Mab team. In there now. Mab, Mike Babcock, uh, who's been a successful coach, marred with a really bad reputation, who was just fired from Toronto, and he just got out of his contract on July 1st. Uh, he's there now. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that they got better this year. So, I mean, I'll go first on this one. I, I'm buying Columbus. I don't think they're going to end up 8th in the, the Metro. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get too much better than 7th, but I do think yeah. the team that is 7th that we're going to do next is... That's what I was going to ask you. Who did, who last. was 7th? It, it was the Flyers, and we'll, we'll uh, talk yeah, about that's, next. Okay. Gotcha. But me, so I, I'm going to buy the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think Mike Babcock, I think Fantilli, I think Goudreau, and some health this year... They're going to be better, so I'm buying the Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't think they're near making the playoffs a couple of years off, but they will be better this year. Tony, what do you think? I think they will be better. I don't think they're going to be that much better, but they will be a little bit. I think they have a that team has a deep prospect, you know, a pool they really do. Um, you got Patrick Lanye that was he had one point a game for the last two years for them. He basically averages. I mean, I think I, and I think the Flyers. I, I know we're going to go to them probably next, but I think that they're going to be at the bottom. So I'm going to say, yeah, they'll be a little bit better at seventh. Okay. What about you, Dan? Yeah, I think you kind of gave it away right there, Chris, because, uh, you know, nobody's expecting them to lay the division on fire by any means, but we might have a new king of the basement uh, come next year. All right, to Bobby. Yep, I'm buying. Um, even without some of the moves, I mean, they were so statistically bad, you got to figure they would at least pop up a few more wins. I can almost literally see them flip-flopping with Philly's amount of wins that we're about to get into. Um, but after that, I don't know, unless there's some miracle, I don't know that they can go any further. 
Yeah, it's a really tough division. I mean, no doubt. And you look at you're saying so Columbus had 25 wins last year, and then the Philadelphia Flyers, which ended up in seventh place, had 31. They were 31, 38, and 13 for 75 points. They ended up getting new onto this team this year: Cal Peterson, Sean Walker, Helgi Granz, Garnet Hathaway, Mark Stahl. I didn't know Mark Stahl signed. Yeah, with they them. got Mark Stahl for. Brian Poling, Rhett Gardner, uh, let's see, and players out, Ivan Provorov, Kevin uh, Hayes, let's see, uh, Hayden Hodgson, Anthony D'Angelo, James Van Riemdyk, he went up to Boston, Brendan What about Lemieux. the goaltender? Isn't he gone too? No, no they yet. still have they still have Carter Hart. Oh, wow. I'm not okay. really sure what they're going to do with them. I thought maybe um, he was on the market. They were shopping him. Uh, the mm-hmm. front office... Changed a lot in Philly. Daniel Briere is named general manager to replace Chuck Fledger. Keith, Keith Jones named team president. John Tortorella is still the head coach. They have uh, about $5.5 million in cap space. Uh, it's like a $78 million uh, salary cap right now. Uh, payroll, rather. And Philadelphia just really does look like they are looking to just blow this thing up and get it down to bare bones and build it back up through draft and some timely trades and free agency and stuff. I am totally, totally selling Philadelphia. I I mean, I think that they're doing this on purpose, but I just don't think they're that good of a team. And I don't particularly think that they have the coach that is going to be a coach that can... I think that this rebuild is going to go a lot longer than it should because of John Tortorella. Um it kind of remains to be seen if Briere. So he's Kevin, on board for sure, right? Well, for next he's there year. now. Yeah, Tortorella yeah. is there now, and I mean yeah. Briere and, and Jones. I, I'm not sold 100 percent that they know what the hell they're doing. So until they actually do look like they know what they're doing, I am if selling. If it's anything like his commentary, I don't know about Jones. I know, I know. I am selling the Flyers. I think they're going to be dog shit, and uh, I think they are going to be a. Uh, a, a walking mat uh, for the rest of the league and definitely for the rest of this division. What about you, Tom? Selling the Flyers, too. I think that uh, I think they should get basically break down the whole team, just keep a couple of their core players, pick like two or three. I mean, these guys, this team is, like you said, Tortorella, I think he's only going to be there for another year or two. Um, I think D'Angelo's still with them, but I heard they're moving him to Carolina, supposedly. Um, so, you know... Uh, that yeah, Mark Stahl they did add, but yeah, there's I think they're going to be at the bottom this year. I think we all expect that, and I think I think Dan bought that up maybe like two episodes ago or so. That yeah. uh, the Flyers are probably going to be that team for the next few years. You know, even Columbus probably has like three years in that. I still think into that. Bottom yeah, but right I think right now Columbus looks at least they Prospect. look better going forward. I, I think mm-hmm. that they have a lot more pieces in place than Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to see what yeah. Philadelphia looks like. They got more stuff now. planted. You know, it might not have grown yet, but it's, it looks like the Flyers haven't planted shit yet. You exactly. Know? So you're selling, Dan? Definitely. They were my pick to, you know, make the uh, the worst decline and, and be at the bottom of the division. Uh, so, yeah, I'll definitely stick with that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a horrible year for Philadelphia. Anything less than that is a shocker to me. You know, I really feel like they're they should be the bottom of the division. I think every other team looks much better. And Bob, yeah, this is probably the easiest one as far as selling. Even even if it wasn't for some of the questionable moves or like like you mentioned, the coach. I didn't even think of that. Like he's definitely not the coach you want for a rebuilding team. Right. Um, Just 
They're just they're, they're tearing it all down, like you said. They're they're bare bones in it. So you know, just realistically, not to pick on them, they they should be doing even worse for sure. You know, a lot of things when you have when you're rebuilding, and you, I mean, the main thing of rebuilding, and like you just said, Tone, trying to find those one or two players that maybe you keep. But here's the thing: you don't know who those dudes are, yeah. so you're going to have to look at this team and watch these guys make mistakes and figure out, okay, who's you know who can we work with, who can we can't work with, who's a lost cause and not. And I just don't think Tortorella is that guy. He's the type of dude that you make one little mistake, he's benching you. He's and I'm sorry Kevin, when Kevin you have a, what. He's the reason Kevin Hayes left. They, they, they couldn't stand each other. Yeah. They, I mean, I've heard on everything. He I've does this. Everywhere he goes, yeah, he makes enemies. Well, here, He's got a few yeah. players running away from him all Here's the time. Here's the thing, too. Like, this guy was notorious last year for, like, basically, you know, pulling the iPads out and making a fuss about it and all. And, like, these, these are what these kids do now. Like, mm-hmm. this is part of their routine. They, they sure. make a play. They come back. They look at it. Like, you don't have to love it, and maybe you don't even want it on your bench from time to time, but the way he was just completely unaccepting of that type of change when this is, you know, what the kids are used to, it just doesn't – that's not a coach for, for a team that's going to be rebuilding fast. It's fun it's to watch just... on press conferences, though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for the <laughs> meltdown. I love that he's near. He's in our division, yeah. and we might be able to get the meltdown against us. That'll be fucking great. Like, the <laughs> Devils go in and just rout them again. Like, what did we right. beat them, 8-1 once this yeah, year? I think it was 6-0 like, like, this year. We yeah, something like that. So I would love another one of those, and, and for it to be accompanying with a Tortorella meltdown. I would just love that. Yeah, I just I, he's one of those coaches that I constantly scratch my head, and I think, why? Why are you hiring him? Like, why are we... Like, I get the NHL recycling old coaches, and we do it all the time. And, oh, yeah. you know, Mike Babcock is still a coach. How many right, years but at least he took three years off, you know? And uh, he seems to have a different mindset now. I listened to a bunch of interviews with Babcock, and he has said that the three years off were the best things that ever could have happened to me. I learned to put things in perspective. His son is coaching... I don't know if it's college or if it's, like, uh, Ontario League or whatever... Uh, some developmental and he was working with his son and he said his son was the head coach so Mike Babcock would say something to a kid and his son would just stop him like that's not how we do it dad that's not how we do it you don't speak to him that way sounds like he's been reborn that's good Babcock's own words were and I learned that that's not how you know there are different ways now new ways better ways to get through to players and Maybe well, hearing that, I'm ways. kind of pulling for him because uh, yeah, you know, that's a nice really story. I see like an old dog try to learn new tricks. Exactly, exactly. And I think Columbus is a good spot for him if he can get his shit figured out. And he really has changed because he's a hell of a coach. It was yeah. his fucking attitude that I just do use him off. as an example of like he's been around for how long now, right? Like you said, we've got so many coaches have yeah. been coaching for way longer than playing careers. You know. I mean, yeah. Lindy might be the number one. Lindy's been coaching forever. Now. When we first started getting into hockey, you know, in high school, when we really yeah. started watching this team, like Lindy Ruff was the coach of the, the Sabres. <laughs> like, he amazing. was, he he was, was the, you know, we're not young anymore. We're fucking no. old. Yeah, he's and been coaching dude, forever. And he looked old then. He did. <laughs> he, did. You know? he did. He probably was only like seven, eight years out of his playing career when he first he started 25. coaching. He was late 30s <laughs> or something. Yeah, he was 25. <laughs> he has probably aged the least in the last uh, 50 years because he, he did all his aging in his 20s. <laughs> exactly. He's exactly. <laughs> uh, like that kid in high that. school who was bald by the senior year. You felt so bad for him. Yeah. 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 You felt bad for me? Thanks. <laughs> <You're so bad. laughs> I remember Chris used to carry a picture and be like, this is when I had hair. <laughs> still have it. Hang on. I, I showed it to everybody. That. I'm like, this is me when I was handsome. 
Uh, you know, this well, team. But Chris, <laughs> with the Flyers, though, I don't know if you guys watch any of the highlights of that kid they drafted, man. I know, like, it's not he probably won't play for another two seasons, maybe, but that, that Mick, Mitch Koff, man, yeah. that kid is going to be good. They might have really I also heard that he's a real This is uh, who, the Columbus you're talking about? No, 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 no Flyers. Oh, took, the Flyers? Uh, Mitch was, uh, they took yeah. him, I think, sixth or seventh, and yeah. he's playing in the KHL now. And everything that was oh, talked okay. about. We talked be- about this guy a little bit. Yes. Yeah? And yes. before the draft, everything that was talked about was that this dude was up to the level of Connor Bedard. That he was, you know, in the same breath is really what everybody was saying. He's also People kind of high maintenance. People wonder if he's going to play. Some of those leagues. Better numbers than Ovi had in some of those leagues. Oh, wow. Really? But it's impressive. Apparently, he's a bit of a prima donna. He, you know, is very difficult. Uh, to work with. Apparently, he didn't want to play in Washington. More like bitch he said that he wasn't going to. Yeah, he wasn't going to play there if they drafted him. I guess he didn't want to play with. Uh, I guess being compared to Ovechkin all the time. I don't know, but Philly took a chance on him. And you know, who the hell knows what's going to happen with these Russian players? You know, it might yeah. come to a point where you know they're not allowed to come and play here. You know, you right. don't know what's. It might turn around like, be like 1980s again. So I, I just think it's a very – if the guy works out, he's going to be – apparently he's going to be a phenom. But if he ever gets here and if he ever gives 100%, sounds to me like it's a, you know, uh, Ila Kovalchuk situation ready right. to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, it did so. sound like that. Like, what do you say? You have to meet me on a Tuesday for 15 minutes? Yeah. And after the know, game, like right when I'm coming off the ice or some shit. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, want to you be know. paid in cash for any kind of meeting. Yeah, so, I mean, he might now. be a difficult pain in the ass. You, you draft a player who you like to plays for there, and, you know, next minute they know they're getting forced to go to the war for, like, whatever, you know. I mean, it's just a big risk. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, this number six team, uh, this one is kind of tough. Um, this is a staple of the Metropolitan Division for the last ten years, and now last year was a bad year. It's the Washington Capitals. They ended up mm-hmm. sixth. They went 35, 37, and 10 for 80 points. They picked up Joel Edmondson, Max Pacioretty, uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Crystal, uh, Patrick Dubay, uh, uh, Ivan Miroshiv. Yeah, I'm not about to try and pronounce his name. A few other dudes, nobody of real major. Uh, let's see, players out. They lost Connor Sheary, Craig Smith, Garrett Pilon, Matt Irwin, Carl Haglin, Cody Clark, Zach Foucault. Mike Vecchioni and Gabriel Carlson re-signed a few players. Nobody of significance, really. Ryan, Riley Sutter. Um, they have $82 million plus. Uh, they have 888000 in space left on their salary cap. Uh, you know, this is basically the same team that they had last year. They really didn't make too many moves. They didn't pick up anybody big. Uh, it they got it's Washington. I mean, it, they got Ovi, and he's going for right now. It's all about just getting players around Ovechkin, so in two years mm. he can break Gretzky's record. To me, that's all that they're really playing for. I just don't know. That's what they they're selling to the fans right now. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah, and I yeah, don't know if they sure. got a whole lot better. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really. I I think Columbus is going to end up with a better record than Washington. I'm selling the Capitals. Uh, wow. I could be wrong on that, but I'm selling the Caps. What about you, Tone? Well, I'm, I'm going to buy with the Capitals. You know, it's a weird thing with them. They made no big offseason moves, like we were saying. Um, they failed to move up in the draft, which I know they wanted to. 
that was a big thing with them. Um, they're coming off injuries. Pacioretty coming off a big injury. Remember Carolina? That was like a big thing with him. Yeah. Uh, Backstrom's the same way. He's coming off the hip injury. Uh, Wilson, it's been you Wilson, know he's coming and, off and an Wilson, injury. I'm sure they're going to get him back, but that's a big thing with them. They want to get him locked up. But the thing with that team is you have Ovechkin, who's pretty sturdy. I think he missed like eight games last year or something. But he's 37 years old, and he is that main thing on that. You know, you need him to work for everything else to work. Um, it's just they haven't done much. We'll get, I mean, maybe they'll do something before the season comes, but they've been a really quiet. They did get Andreas Young. Oh, no, that was the next team I'm talking That's about. That's Pittsburgh. Sorry. Um, yep. But, yeah, I, I mean, just Even to GK me. Ocean, 36, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They got older, really. That's it. So what about you, Dan? If I could, like, stay pat, I probably would. Uh, I do okay. think there's a, it's a maybe even money bet whether or not Columbus can – you know, take their place and move up to sixth because uh, it's really such a close call. But I guess I'm more closer to buying than selling. Just uh, a lot of the same reasons Tony mentioned, and I would say that like I don't, I don't know. I think Columbus is such a question mark. I don't think they're gonna, you know, meteoric rise. And I think uh, you know it's really tough to count out point totals on a, a Vetchkin team that hasn't changed that much. You know, and that's the way I look at it. Um, I can't see them climbing. That's for sure. Right. It, to me, I, I think they're going to stay pat, and there's a small chance they could, you know, or you know, a, a lesser chance that they could lose a spot, uh, but not by much. It's pretty close between whether or not they're going to give away their spot to uh, Columbus. So they wow. could fall the seventh, be you know, just ahead of the Flyers. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go staying pat. That makes sense. What about you, Bobby? Yeah, these next two are the ones that gave me pause right from the start. Um, but when I look at Washington, I just I look at their record, and they're still good enough to at least be NHL 500, which just gives them two more wins. And um, for that reason, I'm buying because I think they can get there, and they're going to pretty much stay right where they are, sixteen. Right. So I'm the only one who's selling on, on Washington. I do like Kemp, uh, too. I have to admit, I like their goalie. Yeah, I mean, I like Kemper. He's not bad. Uh, this this team really confuses me. Uh, yes. Pittsburgh. I don't. I, I honestly can say before we even go over this, I don't know what to expect from them. Um, they made a lot of moves. They ended up so last year was forty, thirty-one, and eleven, ninety-one points. They were basically, I think, two points or three points out of a playoff spot. Uh, we talked about it before. If they would have won those two games the last week of the season against Columbus and Chicago, they would have been in. And Florida would have been home. Uh, they didn't get it done. They got Riley Smith um, from uh, Vegas. They got Ryan Graves. Sorry, Bob. They <laughs> let's see. Lars Eller came over. Uh, Yanni Kupanen came over. Will Butcher, another Devil. Uh, Ryan Shea, Andreas Janssen, another Devil. Holy shit! There's quite a few old Devils on this team. And Ty Smith's on that team too, isn't he? Yeah, he played yeah. a few games last year, but. Yeah, he the was down with, their, down with Wilkes-Barre Scranton a lot. Um, Brian Dumoulin is gone. Jason Zucker's gone. Josh Archibald. Drake Cagliani. Uh, let's see. Ryan Poling. Dmitry Kulikov. Nick Benino. All these guys are gone. Um, didn't Nick Benino go to the Rangers, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, they re-signed Tristan Jerry. Um, and let's see. Alex Nalander. Uh, Valtteri Pustinen. And let's see, they are at $86 million. They are $3 million over the cap. 
86.5 is what they have. So did they get, they got a new front office, you know, Hextall and those guys are out. I think Dubis is in. They're still running with the same coaching staff, I believe. They choked a ton uh, at the end of the year last year. I'm not, I think they did get better, um, but kind of like with, with, with you guys with Washington, I just, I don't know if they can really, maybe, I'm going to say that they're, I'm going to buy them because I do think they can at least get to fourth in this division with the moves that they made, Crosby, Latang, gets a, gets love and, um, Malkin, I think they, they're good enough. Uh, their goaltending is a little suspect. I'm going to buy Pittsburgh. I think they're going to be a bubble team, and I have a feeling they might be able to take one of those wild card spots. What about you, Tone? I think I'm going to buy. I think you're going to be better. I think it's really interesting with them because I thought that was a team that was going to basically sell the ship for the next few years. Um, and they wound up picking up players, you know. It was just like all of a sudden they started adding guys because they weren't ready to lose, I don't think, yet. I mean, I think with well, Crosby. you can't, though. Like, Crosby, that's the thing, that. isn't it? Like, that's the thing. You yeah. can't do a rebuild yeah. when you have Sidney Crosby on your team. You like, Washington Crosby can't go into a day, full man. rebuild with Ovechkin. You just right. can't do it with those players. And that's the thing is, and I thought they were kind of going to, but, like, with, like with those, you know, I think they're going to be better than last year. Um, and they might still do moves. I mean, a lot of, like, a lot of devils, though, right? I mean, it really is funny. There's a lot of dudes on that team. Um, and I was glad to see Johansson get to come in because he just disappeared, what, two years ago when he started – we started seeing the, the issues in his game. That was just the end Isn't of it. Isn't it Johansson now, right? Wasn't he the one who wanted to be pronounced Johansson? Yeah, but then it was Johansson. No, I don't even know. Johnson, and Johnson? then Johnson? they started calling him Johnson yeah. on one of the right. games that we and were watching. Like the, and then the next night, I believe it was like Spalding was like Johnson or Janssen, and then they asked Andreas, and he was basically like, I don't care, will you call me whatever you want. But we, as when he was <laughs> on with the Devils, it was always Andreas Janssen. Janssen, And then yeah. they started calling him Johnson. So I don't know what the fuck his name is. Yeah, I do like the Riley Smith, you know, taking over for uh... – Zucker, I think that's a nice move. I think that he's going to. It be is a nice move. I feel kind of feel bad for Riley Smith. Thanks for being here when we won the cup. See you later. And they just boot him away. But it's a good move. So I don't. I'm, I'm really weird about Pittsburgh. I, I don't know what to expect. What about you, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I get you. I I don't. I think the last two and Bob kind of alluded to. They're tough. I because I expect them to stay pat. I don't want to buy or sell. And this is one of those cases. I think that uh, they're going to stay where they are. And I don't think they're going to climb. Um, could they climb more than fall? Yeah, probably. So in that case, I will buy. But uh, it's a very hesitant buy. I'm not buying with good money. I'm buying with change I find in the couch. Couch cushion change. Couch cushion change. That's it. It's only kind of pay. I'm going to do. Um, this is funny because you know what Dan mentioned about if he could not buy or sell. Coming back to the Capitals, that's how I vision Penguins. Um, I don't like them this year that much. I'm actually going to sell, but by the slimmest of margins. Like, I'm just talking maybe a win or a point or two. Like, I think they're that team in the mushy middle that some of these other teams are going to be picking off just a few wins. That's one of the teams they're going to take it from. Nothing crazy. Like, they're still going to be decent, but that's where one or two of these wins are going to come from some of these other teams. You know, the Metro is pretty established, especially up top, I think. I think, like, one through three, one through four is pretty much, at least one through three is pretty established. Where you go to the Atlantic. 
Yeah, you go to the Atlantic Division. That's where you got those young teams that are going to really start pushing. So you got the mm-hmm. Detroit, the Ottawa, the Buffalo. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if they get better, the teams that are going to be the ones that they're feasting on are going to be the Pittsburghs, the Washingtons. And so, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I, I just think, you know, Crosby, Malkin, they know what they're doing. They, they're well coached. They, I think... It, I see them pretty much around the same, but I do think there'll be a bubble team come the end. Uh, whether or not they get in remains to be seen. This is an, this is where it gets a little bit tougher. So fourth place, New York Islanders, 42, 31-9 for 93 points. They picked up uh, Julian Gutierrez, uh, let's see, Brian Pinho. Uh, I don't know half these guys. They lost Josh Bailey, Parker Wotherspoon, Richard Panic, Corey Schneider, um, Zach Parisi, still you. So these guys aren't coming back, a lot of these dudes. They re-signed uh, Sorokin, Varlamov, Engvall, Mayfield, Fashing. Um, they still have to sign Oliver Wallstrom and uh, Scarrick, Jacob Scarrick. They have $83 million just over in caps. Um, in their cap right now, 387000 in cap space. So they're pretty much looking done. Uh, I mean, they when you can have a goalie like Sorokin, uh, now he's got the long-term contract. I just think they, uh, they're definitely going to be good. I just don't know if they're going to be in the race again bubble team. I can kind of see them flipping around with Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh maybe taking that spot from them. On that note, just the age in a division that's just fast and young. I just think the Islanders are the old guys there that are still trying to hang on. Um, I mean, they have Barzell, they have Horvat, but I just, and Sorokin, I'm selling. I think that they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I'm selling the Islanders. What whoa, about you, Tone? Whoa. I'm selling too. Um, I think. Yeah, and they really wanted to get that uh, Debrinket today. You know, he signed with uh, Detroit for four years. They really wanted him. That was like on their radar. They haven't done many offseason moves at all this year. Um, this offseason, uh, they have a lot of question marks. Guys like Noah Dobson, uh, William Defoe. They just have a lot of things they're not sure about. Well, uh, William Chris Defoe, up, I love. <laughs> and Chris brought up uh, Rozelle. Is you know, you don't even know if he's going to play a full season. So uh, it's interesting with them. I think they are not going to be as good as last year. I think they actually. Will be a little worse. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not, but because they made it, what they made it in the last week of the season, right? The last two games they made it in, if I remember correctly. But uh, you know, I don't know. I just Chris it'll be muted. interesting what Lou does over there now. Yeah, they had the they got the second to last wild card spot. They um, and Parisi they might retire, right? That's the thing. Florida took it. Lou probably should retire. I oh, do no, think Parisi his... though, but Parisi may retire. They're saying that's the question mark with that dude. I think. I'm sure somebody will pay him a few bucks, a million dollars, to come and play for him. Be a bottom six guy. I mean, he can still score. He's not. He's not completely done. So, what about you, Dan Islanders? That's a tough one. I mean, I, I feel like um, as the aging teams that are in our division, um, they have more of a complete team than say Washington or even Pittsburgh. So that makes them dangerous, and I feel like they are dangerous, but, I mean, the wheels are coming off, and I, I kind of put them in a very similar place. I put Tampa. Uh, the experience matters, but, you know, are they going to be growing as a team? No, absolutely not. Uh, I think they're on the decline. 
for that result, you know, reason, I have to kind of sell. But it's weird because if you do the math on this, the buying and selling that I've done, I feel like I haven't really placed these guys where I think they're going to place. So it, I don't know if you guys did that. You start looking at like who your pluses and minuses were. It, it doesn't really add up. Like there's some X factors out there. So oh, we'll sure. see what happens, you know. Um, but I, I don't see them improving <laughs> much in this division. Uh, and so for that, I'm not, you know, I, I think it's more likely they're going to they're going to decline. So so. They're an old team. Yeah, Again, are. real tough with Sorokin to take anything away from the team, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is a team the NHL has passed by, and I'm going to sell on them and probably see. This is the interesting thing. I'm going to sell on them as I did with Pittsburgh, but I could still see it where the Islanders are more like a three, four point drop off, where Pittsburgh's only like one or so, and Pittsburgh still leapfrogs them. So right around that 90 point mark um, for the bubble. But yeah, I'll, I'll sell on the Islanders. They didn't impress me at the end. Okay. And this is poor Jofano. What do you mean? My Islanders are gonna win the fucking Stanley Cup. You fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> you out of your minds? New York open. Rangers. They're coming in number three. Mm. New York Rangers went forty-seven, twenty-two, and thirteen for hundred and seven points. Lost the first round to the New Jersey Devils. But they made a little bit of noise. They got an old man, Blake Wheeler, in for like $800,000. Eric Gustafson, Nick Benino, Jonathan Quick, um, mm. who else? Tyler Pitlick, Riley Nash, uh, Connor McKay. Uh, they lost. Miko Mikula, William Locker, mm. Lockwood, Timothy Gettinger, Ryan Carpenter. Why? I don't know half of these guys. Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, Yaroslav Halak, Tyler Mott. And do, 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 they still have to sign Alexis Lafreniere, Keandre Miller. They signed Keandre uh, Miller. Those are the today. two main guys that they have to sign. They got a new coach in Peter Laviolette. They have salary cap of seventy-seven million. They still have a little over six million dollars in space, so they do have room to make a couple of moves. Uh, again, another team I look at. I see them getting older. I see old uh, people. I mean, Blake Wheeler. <laughs> Uh, even Panarin and you know uh, Kreider, like these guys aren't young anymore. And I just see, but again, Shesterkin. I think that they're going to end up right where they are this year. I think they will be third, and I think so. I mean, am I buying? I guess I'm buying the Rangers because I don't think they're going to do any worse than 107 points. Um, I do think they're going to be right there at the end. Uh, they're a good team. I just don't know how built they are when it comes to the top two in the Metropolitan Division. I just don't know if they can really compete against the, the Carolinas and New Jerseys. So I'm going selling or buying the Rangers. I do think they're going to end up right where they are. So I'm okay with that. What about you, Tone? I'm buying. Um, and I do think the Blake Wheeler deal wasn't that bad for what they paid for him. It's a great deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, they got one, you know, one year on them only. Uh, they put up 16 goals last year. I think uh, the Rangers are a weird team. If you think about them, they only had what two guys in the playoffs that scored more than one goal. I mean, that's crazy. It was uh, Kreider and Tarasenko, and you know, I mean, they're just an older team. Tarasenko's not there anymore. Yeah, I mean, they added Riley Nash. I know that, and they did re-sign Keandre Miller today. Oh, they um, did. Okay. Yeah, for two years. Uh, I'm buying, though. I mean, because they're just the Rangers. I think, like you said, I actually totally agree that they will finish third where they 
that's pretty you much know, our computer. I, the Rangers are one of these teams. I'm not ready to kind of go there yet, but I could actually see them having a ridiculous fall from grace. Uh, I mean, I, it wouldn't totally shock me, is what I'm saying, if they just have a shit year. But I do, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Peter Lavalette will be able to manage that team, and I think next year, you know, they'll they'll make the playoffs, and who knows what'll happen. I, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll be facing them again. But I, I'm not. I, I'm just. I just don't think they're they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. I don't see it. And I just think they're getting older and slower again in a division that is getting faster and younger. So, about yeah, you, Bob Benito today too, didn't they? Dan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dan, it's your turn. Yeah, the Rangers. I would say Peter Laviolette is definitely the best move they made in the off season. He's. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. I think uh, he's a good coach for this team at this time. That said, I. I am selling on the Rangers. I feel like uh, if anybody is able to be jumped over, it's them. And uh, it, it's it would take a multi-team push, I think. We're, somebody's going to bubble over there because I'm not super hot on many of the teams below them. Uh, you know, Maybe the most movement might come out of Columbus. Will they pass up the Rangers? Hard to see. Yeah. So you're not wrong when you say that ah, they might just end up third again. Yeah, they might. You're absolutely right. But I think it's going to be, uh, if they manage third in the Metro, it's going to be one of those things where they actually have a worse performance and a worse overall team going to playoffs. I, I mean, they have cap space, so things could change. But overall, I feel like they have peaked. We saw their peak last year. Uh, they were a pretty strong team going into the playoffs. And I don't think they're coming back from uh, where they left off in the playoffs. So, you know, I'm selling overall. But, you know, a lot of these things are close calls. I, I You know, I was trying to check my, uh, you know, kind of hate for the Rangers and just really look at them objectively. Um, the best thing I see that they have done is, is La Villette. And I don't know if that's going to be enough to really save this team this year. You know, if they hold on to him and let him actually coach, which is tough to do in New York, um, I think it would be a long-term investment and they could bounce back instead of doing a whole rebuild. But I just feel like they're going to go through some pains next year. Um, and I think it's a gut check year for some of their guys who went away uh, come playoff time. Like Zabanjad and, and others, you know, and so Aaron, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, but uh, overall, I'm going to sell. Okay, Bobby, Chris, I agree with you that third is where they're probably going to be. I don't see them moving up or down from that, and I'm also to the point of this exercise where I know how many times I've sold, and I'm starting to think, you know, I got to have a buy in there, yeah. but um, just objectively looking at the 107 points they got last year, I feel like. For me, selling is anything under that. I think they're going to be under that. If I recall, I mean, they had to go on a ridiculous long-term run to pull that season around last year. They started off pretty piss poor, so that's credit to them. And I know we had a 13-game winning streak, which certainly had a hand in all of our points. I get that. But I don't think either one of those two things are going to happen for either one of these two teams this year. So Mm -hmm. I think the Rangers are just going to be a little more, you know, win two out of three, lose, that kind of thing. And I just I just see them dropping down a point or two but maintaining their place in the Metro. Yeah, I, I think that's good. I just think the top two teams that we're going to get into now, I just think they are head and shoulders above everyone else in this division. I really believe that. Uh, number two is our Devils, 52, 22, and 8, 112 points. Second place in the Metro, we got Tyler Toffoli, Colin Miller, Shane Bowers, 
uh, Tyler Brennan. A couple of these guys are all uh, down below in, in Utica. Uh, we lost Damon Severson, Igor Sharangovich, Mackenzie Blackwood, Riley Walsh, Miles Wood, Ryan Graves, Mason Geertsen, you know, Mo- Jesper Boquist, Tomas Tatar, Jonathan Bernier. Most people would look at all the guys that the Devils lost and be like, holy shit, they lost Severson, Sharangovich, Blackwood. Wood, you know, Graves, mm-hmm. and you know, be head on fire. These guys, you know, these guys are going to be so much better this year. I think they're going to be a lot yeah. better. And we re-signed Brat, Meyer, Holla, McLeod, Bastion. Um, still have to get Ball done unless that was done today. Tony, I'm looking at no. you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Salary cap is seventy-seven point eight nine. We have like a little over five million in space. Uh, we all we know we talk about the Devils more than any other team. I just think the you know Luke Hughes being in this lineup, Tyler Toffoli being in this lineup, Timo Meyer being here long term. I, I think this is going to be a really really tough team to beat. Uh, I, I am totally fucking buying the Devils, and I think anybody that knows anything about hockey would be buying these guys. I just think that their last year was their little bit of their breakout year. Like, hey guys, we've arrived. Now it's time to show the rest of the league just how good we are and how good we can be for many years I'm buying the Devils I think they're going to win the Metro and I think they're going to have a very very good season and a very good playoff run next year Tone I agree I actually that's I, I think with them is I wonder if they're going to get as many points as they had last year because they really I don't know if they're going to get that as many points but I think they're going to finish first um, I don't know I'm excited how can you not be excited about this team you know I mean it just seems like they with this. I like to Foley a lot. I think that's a great addition. Um, I, I just I think they're gonna they can win it. They could definitely win this this year. Daniel. Well, this is interesting because uh, I feel like if uh, things would have went differently in Carolina, I think it's clearly the Devils for the division because uh, the Devils did get better. They were emerging as it is. They're only going to get better. The division is totally within their grasp, even still. And uh, so is the conference, and so is the league, and so are the playoffs. I mean, they have such a bright, you know, ascending star in the NHL. I don't think there's another team that is ready to explode now and in the next couple of years. Not like wait for a few more years and then we'll see what happens. Uh, Like, I I think this is the year you're going to see them – even take a bigger step forward. They've, they've made good moves. They've, um, you know, they haven't gotten worse. They've gotten better. And they've got so many young players who are gelling now together. Is it possible injuries and other things could totally sidetrack that? Absolutely. There's always a chance. But when you look around at the league, like the Devils just have the biggest upside right now. And I think this is a the year they're going to realize even more of that upside. I think it's insane not to, you know, put them as the one or two. And it's only because of the next team, you know, making some great moves, too, that you, you even hesitate to give them the whole division. So uh, definitely buying on the Devils. You know, if you say buy, does it mean necessarily that they have to move up? They can't get second place again? No, I, not in my mind. I think it's very possible that they could have a better team together, get one or two points in either direction, more or less, still end up in second place. Uh, you know, and uh, still, you would still say this is a better team going into playoffs than last year. So, in that sense, I am totally buying. And do you guys think that it's a benefit having nobody playing for contracts right now? Like, we're kind of like 
we're going into mm. next season kind of like without the stress on us. So, do you guys yeah. think that's a plus or a minus going in? Uh, I mean, there are, plus. there are two guys that are playing for contracts, and that's Schmidt and Vanacek. So, nice. those yeah. are your two biggest question marks going but our into core's this locked up, uh, season. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a, is that yeah, like, offense, yeah. the defense, I, I totally get that. It's a huge thing. And, you know, some players actually put on a show their contract year, so it's hard to say it's only going to work for us. Right. I mean, but, we do have McLeod to a one-year deal, so if he wants yeah. to be locked up and paid next year, you know, he's going to have to perform a little bit better than he did, which, you and know, Mercer. is really you can't ask for anything more from McLeod at the playoff time. I mean, maybe some more offensive production during the regular season, but sure. playoffs, he was, he he was keeps fantastic. keeps face-offs up and, and, you know, and look, it's hard it's to gold. say you don't want him. Exactly. Goaltending is the question mark with the Devils, and we know that. But we also mm-hmm. know that Vanacek had a great year. We know that Schmid is an emerging goaltender uh, emerging number one in this league I, I don't think they're going to make a move um, and like but we said if it's you, for anybody so. it's going to be for if they're going to make a move it's going to be for Hollabuck they're not going to make a move for anybody else so if you did go out and get Hollabuck well that just makes this team that much better so mm-hmm. uh, all around I just don't know how this team can get any worse come October they're going to be fantastic no. how about you Bob I love that I even have to consider this in this game because I just feel like I need to be pinched a little bit because I'm trying to do an over-under on a team that got 112 points. And I think I said a couple shows ago that they can win the division and be a better team and maybe as well still not get as many points. I don't think the points are everything. They can certainly be a better team this year and not reach 112 points. A lot went right for 112. Again, the 13-game winning streak is only one of it. You know, so many other things like – at least five game-saving goals by Ryan Graves, you know, if I was counting. Beating every (laughs) team in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Beating every team in Canada. And just, I mean, that was just a a heck of a powerful year. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, how do you not see an upside in this team? How do you legitimately sit here and not say, with the moves they made, that they're not better? With the depths of the forwards, with the amount of, I was projecting goals when we played the last game, just because that's how I process things. And that all points to more. So we have a couple question marks in goal or in defense, a little maybe. I mean, we I think we know what we got in Hughes. Maybe we don't know so much about Nemec's defense. Maybe he doesn't even play. I'm not sure. And we do have a couple of new faces, so there might be a little bit of growing pains, just you know, game by game, but nothing right. serious. So as as much as I can't believe I get to say this, I have to buy on them and think that they're going to improve on 112 points. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think you're 100 percent right about maybe not getting. The point total, still winning the division, still be a better team. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of other teams, especially in the Atlantic, that are going to pull points off of everybody. Uh, But in the end, if Devils end up with 106, 108 points, that might be enough for the Metro. Um, So I I definitely agree with you. Now, Carolina is the first place. They won the uh, Metro last year by one fucking point, 113 points. They went 52, 21, and 9. They picked up Michael Bunting. Dimitri Orloff, those are the two big ones. Uh, they got Tony D'Angelo in. They got a few other guys in. Um, a lot of guys in entry level contracts. Coaching stays the same. Coaching is, stays the same. They Which did was lose a good uh, thing. Shane Gossifer. They lost uh, Massimo Rizzo. Let's see, who else is gone on this team? Nobody of major significance, I don't think. They still need to sign Jordan Stahl, Jesper Faust, Antti Ranta. Or they re signed him. I'm they sorry. Re-signed. They re signed Stahl. Fost, Ranta, Anderson, and Anderson they too, huh? He's, don't have, I know there was talk yeah, about Anderson. He's them, definitely coming back. They signed them both, hmm. and uh, they are eighty million dollars uh, 
into your cap. They have 3.3 available in cap space. And, you know, look, it's going to be a two-team race, I think, in the Metro. And I just think that this is the Devils are a better team right now than Carolina. And I think they will win the division. Uh, there's really not much to say that against Carolina. They're a fucking great team. And Michael Bunting is going to make them better. They actually have some dudes that can score goals now. They got Orlov along with Burke in the back. I mean, they, they really are set up. Their question marks are goaltending as well. Can Ranta and Anderson be the guys? Uh, but, you know, they're going to be really, really freaking good. Um, and like I said, now they can actually score goals. But, you see, when you, to me, when I look at the teams like the 1-2, like you look at the Devils and look at the Carolina, I believe that any problem, any kind of deficiency the Devils might have, I think the Devils are going to be able to outscore all of their problems. I'm not yeah. sure that Carolina is going to be able to outscore all their problems. So for that, I'm, I guess I would have to sell on Carolina just because I think the Devils are the better team in the Metro. I don't do that with much confidence because I think it's going to be four or five point swing either way that's going to win that division. They're going to be right there. But you know what? Let Carolina deal with the Rangers in round one and we'll take the Metro and deal with uh, you know one of those upcoming teams. So I, I like Carolina. I don't like them as much as I like the Devils. And put my homer hat on there. But that's how I feel. What about you, Tone? I'm selling. Um, I think, you know, with that team, first of all, Orloff and, pa- and Burns together is going to be kind of right. interesting to watch. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they still go with a goal scorer. I mean, that they, they want another goal scorer. I know that on that team. I don't mind the goaltending either. Actually, I like the anderson in the combo. I think that's a decent combo. Um, and they signed up, what's his name, Brendan Lemieux today. Uh, they picked up him. So, I mean, you know, I think I picked the Devils, so I'm going to have to sell it. But I'm thinking they're still going to be really tough. Um, you mentioned the Orloff. I mean, you know, yeah, well, that's a great addition. So, yeah, it's going to be. Freddie Anderson's think- issue has been staying healthy, right? I mean, yes. he's a good goalie, but he just can't stay healthy. So, I mean, if they can get Aranta and healthy to stay, Aranta and Anderson to stay healthy for 82 games, then, you know, they got a shot there. But I, I agree with what you're saying. What about you, Dan? Well, I think, uh, you know, when you look at this, the very top, you're buying on the Devils, like I am, that, you know, you would be excused for thinking that means you have to sell on the Hurricanes. Because, you know, what's going to give, you know? But I think there's a world in which the Hurricanes are a better team and so are the Devils, and I think this is it. So I'm buying for the Hurricanes mostly because, and this is like a totally separate question, but of all the coaches coaching right now, Brindamore is probably the one I would not mind replacing Lindy right now. I mean, he's I a, have two. He's a, yeah, uh, he's at I least would, one of the two. Take, Who would you? I would uh, take you? Brindamore and John Cooper from Tampa. Those are okay. the two that I would. Take. I can see that. I can but. see that. And you know, I just think he's he's really uh, a great coach. I thought he did a great job with that team last year because you mentioned they were a little, you know, uh, snake bit when it came to scoring. And I think that team has a still has a great defensive core. They're going to get a little better on scoring. They might get even more better because they have room by the time trade comes around. And uh, I think their their goaltending is good enough to not have that question mark pull down a rating for me. So I'm buying on them, but, you know, it sounds a little crazy. I just think it's the nature of this game. I still think there's a world in which I'm buying on them, and the Devils take the spot over, you know, the Hurricanes, and they meet in the playoffs, and the Devils beat them in the playoffs. I'm kind of, that's my vision here for this. 
but I think they're going to be a, a super strong number two, and for that reason, I'm buying. Okay, so, uh, so before we get to Bob, I just want to ask you, so you said a strong number two. You do think the Devils are going to win the Metro? Yeah, I think it's going to be the closest of margins, and this is talk, talk about crystal ball gazing at this point. Sure. I mean, you really don't know what the hell you're talking about from this early in the season, no matter how informed you think you are. I don't care who you are. But right now, the facts in front of me, I have to pick the Devils over the Hurricanes. I think if we play that series over today with the two teams, the Devils win that series. It was not that crazy of a beating that the Devils took. They never really got off the mat until that one game, and then they kind of fell apart again. I think this team is a much better team than than uh, the Hurricanes were. And I think the Hurricanes are going to be better, but not as much better as the Devils are going to be. So I give them, it's a very close series. They replayed the series again today, right now. The Devils win in six or seven. I I think the frustrating thing about that series for Devil fans was that, you know, Devils, and I don't want to take anything away from Carolina, but the Devils did beat themselves in that. They did, you know, they just, they, for whatever reason, it was emotionally spent from the Rangers series. Whatever it was, there were a lot of things going against them in that series, and I just don't see that happening again but uh, uh, to your point Rob Brennamore is an amazing coach and there's probably not a coach in the league that has his team like hang on every word and just uh, to, we talk about the word culture a lot like the culture that Rob Brennamore brought to the Hurricanes whether he was playing to coaching uh, you know he is the Carolina Hurricanes uh, so he's got yeah, an intensity I mean, not many coaches yes, have he's that kind of intensity you know without going overboard and being you know, a wild man like Being let's say Tortorella. Tortorella. He's right. Yeah, he's right. got intensity too, but I mean he's all over the place. Brendan Moore knows what he's doing and yet he has that intensity that a lot of coaches, even successful ones, don't necessarily have. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bobby? Carolina. Well Dan, you're not crazy. That feeling you feeling is being absolutely correct. There is a world oh, yeah. where they're both better. I'm buying on Carolina for points as well. This thing's gonna go neck and neck. I think we're gonna see kind of an Epic show down the top. I'm talking like a 120 to 119 point scenario. That gives them each a few more wins. Uh, I would not be surprised if Carolina comes on, on top. Originally, that's where I want to go, but that's because, again, I'm trying not to be the devil fan who can have this much belief. But given everything else I've said today and how we project, I see us coming out on top, but I'm still buying on Carolina to improve. All right, well, that's interesting. Let me ask you this, because you said 119-120. Now, if one of those teams, or they're both battling it out, and they, do you think the President's Trophy winner comes down to the Metro Division? Do you think that somebody, the Very Devils possible. Or, or the Hurricanes, are going to win the President's Trophy this year? I, I, started, I started to look at you know the standings from last year just to see where some of the other top teams were, mm-hmm. realistically, and I mean, outside of, what we all think is going to at least be a slide for Boston. I mean, they're not going to get that point. So that's a lot of points up for grabs there. Vegas was still extremely strong. Toronto's and all that. But, yeah, I think it's very possible that you're looking at a 1-2 of Carolina New Jersey for the President's Trophy. Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it. So is there anything else this evening that you gentlemen would like to discuss before we wrap it up and we get ready for maybe what might be our our Devil's Draft next show. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do it the next show or one after. Tony, you do have the devil you know for the next show, just to give you a heads up. Um, I was going to ask you, do you think Tarasenko goes to Ottawa now? 
I think Tarasenko is going to end up in Ottawa. I think they were waiting for him to move to Brinkett, so they have the money. Um, I know that things went sideways with his deal with Carolina, which I think I don't know if there's a team that I think Tarasenko fits in better than the, the Hurricanes. I really do. Uh, I know that they really wanted him, and then I don't know what happened. I know that he just ended up firing his, his agent. agent. This is changes. Uh, this is third agent in three years. So something's going on with Tarasenko and his representation, whether they're telling him things that aren't necessarily true or he's expecting things differently and he's not getting it because the reality of the situation is, you know, you're not going to get five years at $4 million right now. You've got to wait for that. Uh, maybe, maybe there was a problem with that, but it, it seemed really weird because as soon as they reported, because everybody was reporting that he was ready to sign with Carolina, I thought that was the, the forward that they need. If they get Tarasenko, they are going to be an extremely good team and really, really hard to beat. But, no, I think he does go to Ottawa, and I think that makes Ottawa a lot better, too. You think um, he's, like, represented by the Russian mob and that's the whole problem? Maybe. Maybe yeah. it is. It's all mobbed up. Guys, yeah, he's all mobbed up, and they, they, you know, they're running uh, all kinds of betting on him, and they don't want to see him uh, where he wants to go. So, I mean, I know he wants to go to Ottawa. It did seem like that that's what Ottawa was waiting for before they make a move was to get rid of Dabrinkit, who I don't like. I do not like Alex Dabrinkit. Uh, you know, let him go to Detroit. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. I would like uh, to know right how many – this is probably the most – I would like to know if this year was the most one-year contracts. Like, because with the, the way that, you know, salary cap is right now, everyone – Yeah, everybody's doing, holding their breath, right? It's like yeah, a holding your breath for the new salary cap. Yeah, and COVID, COVID screwed everything up. Like, the salary cap was supposed to go up, and then when you have basically a half a year where you're playing the empty buildings, or a whole year, really, playing the empty buildings. They can justify and, and, the and stuff. They can't new, justify new expenses. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. meanwhile, like, for the last two years, they've been making, like, craziest increases for everything involved yeah. with sales. The tickets, yeah, they've gone up, but, like, everything else associated with it, the parking, the beer, like, everything's crazy, the inflation... Uh, all over the world, but uh, you know, definitely in hockey too. Like the jerseys, I was in uh, Dick's the other day. Uh, careful with that. And, yeah, you were. You know, uh, <laughs> I it sure was. was. Deep <laughs> in the store, and you know, I, I was looking at these jerseys. Like they're insane money. They're, yeah, the like jerseys were always like expensive. Yes, like yeah. we're approaching three hundred dollars for a Hughes jersey. It's like, what? no, thanks. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, unless he just won, yeah. the, you know, a playoff series wearing that jersey, I'm not about to spend three hundred dollars. Yeah, and my larger point is, I, I think uh, you know, collectively, the NHL might have uh, the, the the finances to move the cap a little bit. You know, yeah. already it's been a while. something with the players' escrow and whatever. I don't understand it all, but that yeah. was a reasoning why they can only raise it a million dollars this year and looking, like they said, between the next three to five years, anywhere from like seven to nine million dollars more, which is a big increase. And that then you'll start seeing guys signing. I think even after the, this coming season, you'll start seeing guys signing for the longer terms and stuff. But people just didn't have money. So guys were just taking whatever they can so they could have a fucking job. Well, you definitely don't want to blow it up too fast because then you get the whole situation where the only teams that are going to improve are the teams with lots of cash. Yeah. You know, like, but I think we're at a point where even the bottom and the basement teams, they have the money to make a better team. It's not the money issue. It's the timing. It's the drafting. It's the whole personnel issue. Well, they it's also have to get to... They have the highest paid players this coming season. is So, so McKinnon's going to get 16.5 this upcoming yeah. season. Yeah. Poster wow. 13. Seth Jones... Who's that 13? Uh, Pasternak. Pasternak 
Uh, Seth Jones, uh, 12. Hamilton, obviously our guy at 12.5. And Ovechkin at 12.5. Karpitsov, I forget saying, uh, 12.5. And Meyer, 12 mil. So some guys getting paid this year coming up. Yeah, it's awesome. but you know you got a handful of them. You know, like it's got it's not gone up for the medium player uh, over this because it ha- it couldn't have because of the cap. Right, you know? the cap is been stuck. Mark off and then Patrick Hornquist retired. Yeah, some of those seem a little higher just because the way the contracts are formatted. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton's nine million a year yeah, on he's average. AV is at nine. Yeah, Myers is the weirdest contract man with Rose all those. Top, yeah, front head. Yeah, that's, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What's so crazy yeah, about it? It's all. It's just a lot of like twelves and stuff like that when yeah, you know he's averaging eight point eight years. I are big and then it goes yeah. down like but when it gets a little closer to the eighth year it's like it did it like four then it like pops it. back up again and then back down it's just, uh, okay. yeah I don't know how these cap uh, guys do it all I mean, it's, it's kind of weird you know that you need to be an accountant to really understand this level of hockey you have to have yeah. some accounting background and you know and I think foresight. the average fans that, like their eyes just, gloss over <laughs> it adds to the GM's job right to look two three four five years out and try yeah. to forecast in general terms like what Meyer's going to go for yeah, or what Mercer's going to go like, for you know that's going to be a big deal Wizard yeah, of Oz I don't know how to do it is it five million is it six million all those numbers count so yeah well, you talk about a guy telling it was like you know who's playing for contracts this year Dawson Mercer is one he's up for an extension next year yeah, good he's point, gonna, yeah. if he lights it up that boy's going to want to get paid, and I think you give him, you know, whatever. Would you bridge you him, or would you just go full on next big contract? Lock him up. Lock, Lock him, up. him up. I'm not saying no, if you years, can, if you can, but, but if know. he comes out on fire, you know, he might want to just play the field. His, his agent and him might be like, yeah. dude, don't jump on anything. You're having a great year. Let's see, you know, how the year pans out. You might, you might be do a big payday from somebody. I mean, he's, he's already terrible. near 30 goals, so his his contract's already being somewhat drafted. You know what you get with that kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a thirty goal guy. You're a seven, seven, six to seven and a half million dollar a year dude. Yep. You know, so and as they raise the cap, somebody's going to be able to shovel more money at them to prime away from you. That's the yes. downside of the That's cap the other uh, going up. Yeah. Fitzgerald yeah, getting so much respect. I, I mean, I've been hearing it all over the place because our contracts are like really team friendly for these sure. young. Not guys. at the awards, but he should have been yeah. there. Yeah. That's you know. true. But I mean, he's I think really people know though. You're right. Yeah, he's done a very good job, and he's got this core together. It looks like it's the right core. Looks like it's the you know the team looks like they're going to be together for a very long time and be very good together. There's not many guys. I don't think there's any guys really that I look at this team and I'm like, why the hell did we sign this person? You know, I I bitched and moaned a lot about Blackwood the last few years and Severson and his mistakes and everything. I don't see those problems anymore. We don't have those problems anymore. And honestly, yeah. that is like the biggest thing going into this season that I'm just like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> All the play, that negative energy I had around those two guys, it's it's just You'll amazing that something. it's gone. Smart. I hope not. I, mean, I hope it's not me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, Friends literally, play. just just the Blackwood know. starts alone, if that were split with the other two goaltenders, Carolina's a few points behind us last year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Exactly. So, you know, that's yeah, nice yeah, to know. On the Toronto game, there's two more it's, points. That's it's true. gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun this coming season. I cannot wait. And the next show, I'm, like I said, I'm not sure if it's gonna be this year or next uh, this show or next show. But we're gonna we're gonna do our draft for anybody listening. So we're all going to draft our perfect devil team. Um, but we're only going to be able to use 
devil players that have played on this team but one time around. We're going to do a regular snake draft, and we're each going to pick our four forwards, left wings, right wings, defense, and two goalies. So we're going to go over that. That'll be fun. Then we'll post it up on Twitter, and you listeners can tell us who they think has the best devil team. Um, so, And if anybody out there has some way of running these teams as some kind of simulation or, you know, NH. Because I was talking about this with the guys, and I guess this thing of imagining doesn't exist where you could play a team that you made in fantasy against each other, you know, AI-wise or whatever. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if some third party would come down on whose team played off well against whose team. That'd be very I'm sure there's some kids who play NHL, whatever, and they yeah. have the all all roster team ever. That's what I'm thinking. You just about. can't pick your jersey. Probably they, the computer's already there. But I gotta look into that. If, if there's a game like that, let me know. I'll buy the game because I want to know what AI of some kind of degree or another thinks of our picks. Well, any listeners out there, if you know of what Dan is speaking in a way that we can do that, please let us know. <laughs> you yeah. can hit us up at uh, unclepuckers at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter. Check us out on anywhere you get your podcasts, Amazon, Apple, Spotify. Give us five-star review. It goes a very long way in helping us promote the podcast. Uh, download, subscribe, like. Tell a friend, all that other good shit. So it's a lot of stuff, but you know, a lot we, of stuff, we need to but do it. We will be back in a couple of days to give you a little bit more summertime New Jersey Devil content for Bobby, Dan, Tony. I'm Chris. We are at the Uncle Puckers, and we will see you when we see it. Peace out. Later. Actually worked out better than I thought it was going. I like that. It was a great idea. Yeah. That was. Fun. I mean, I think we know the Metro a lot more than some of these other divisions, though. I was going to say we could do the other divisions, but it'd be kind of tough. It's going to be a little tougher. Yeah, I don't know if we. If you guys want to try 